Hi everyone, I'm Stephanie Clerge from Colby Corp. Today we have a special treat for you. It's the first in a series of shorts from the Powered by Instinct podcast. Quick nuggets of wisdom from Colby experts and our amazing clients from around the globe. Today, we're talking about teams. We all want the perfect work team, but so many promising teams fail. Why is that? What makes one team thrive while another takes a dive? As it turns out, Kathy Colby has thoughts on this and results to back them up. Take a listen. I asked a very large corporation with whom I was working, what's one thing you really wish I could do for you that we haven't done yet? And they said, well, we do not understand what makes one of our teams work so well and others don't. We don't know the secret sauce for team building. I said, we've learned from you the right job. We've learned from your leadership things. We have a team that everybody, all our vendors want to get time with this group of people. We have two other groups that have the same skills, but they don't want those two groups. They're not as good. They want this one. What is it about that team? Can you tell me? Well, Kathy being Kathy says, oh, sure. I have no idea what the answer was. And I said, here's what I need you to do. I need you to have all three teams, have all their members take the call. Most of them had, so I wasn't, I wasn't asking them to write a big chat. Put together all the, that I don't care what role they're in. I just need the list of all the MOs on each of the three teams. Don't tell me which is the high performing one. Of the other two is one considerably poor performance. And they said, oh yeah, there's a real group of losers, group of winners. Yeah, the three very different. Don't tell me which or which. I took all this raw data and laid it out on my kitchen floor, actually. What I did was I looked at the MOs and I didn't see any patterns. And then I said, I want to look at the zones because I've put these MOs in zones for how you initiate action, how you accommodate action, and how you prevent doing things and avoid certain actions. So I want to see if there's a difference there. So instead of looking at the modes, I'm saying, which team has how much percent of initiation? I thought that, that really thriving teams who have a lot more initiation going on. Mm-hmm. What percent accommodating to the people around them? And who's resistant? And I thought, well, the resistant, it will be the worst. Mm-hmm. One of the most accommodates will be in the middle. And then people are the go-getters to be on top. It's wrong. One team had a bell curve. So when you plot it, and, and I always plot the curves as well as the percentages, the bell curve in nature is how I know I'm right. When I see my data, it sure. comes out as a bell curve. There was a perfect 25, 50, 25%. 25% initiate, 50% accommodate, 25 So I have a natural bell curve, which is the natural distribution of IQs and mm-hmm. of health issues, almost sure. any human issue. If there hasn't been a screw up with nature, you will see a bell curve. So the successful team blotted out 25% initiating energy. They had a natural and immediately I looked at it and I said, that's synergy. They have a natural distribution of differences, right? They're not similar. The ones that are similar and have mostly initiation screw up by being too busy starting and the other ones who are too busy stopping keep it from happening in the first place. So I called him the next day and I said, I, I can tell you the three and I named him. He said, I don't know how you did that. You're absolutely right. Nobody in the company could have done that. And I said, well, it's all in the data, right? It's in the truth. So it's interesting to end on that because that kind of goes back to what we were talking about, people with differences. Everything I goes think back. that I think as 
it's human nature sometimes to hire people that are just like us and clone ourselves. And one of the things that obviously you found with Ideal Team is there's diversity. You need a diversity of problem solving in order to have a successful team. And so to be able to have a measure, I think what's brilliant is to be able to measure the strengths of individuals, but then plot them in a team and to figure out who should be collaborating together and when. And then as a leader, to anticipate where your team's going to struggle. If you'd like to learn more about discovering your instinctive strengths and the strengths of those around you, be sure to head to Colby.com. I'll see you soon on another episode of Powered by Instinct.